folks! Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GM-less tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLcast and at FTLcast.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Today we're playing a playset we created for the Protocol series from Postworld Games. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Protocol is a series of story role-playing games that thrusts characters into dramatic situations. Each game uses the same set of rules with vastly different parameters, start points, characters, and finales. Players take on the roles of directors outside the action and characters inside the action, using the ebb and flow of four different scene framing styles, vignettes, interrogations, interludes, and ensembles, to tell meaningful stories about characters in crisis. Uh, We're not actually using one of the playsets that comes with the Protocol series. We uh, cooked up our very own playset because we are returning today to the City of Gulls. I'm August, and you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and you can hear me and a couple of other familiar faces or voices on Dumb Kids Playing Hero, an Animorphs Forged in the Dark game, along with uh, Jade and Mac, and some of our friends from the room where it happened. And my pronouns are they, them. Uh, Playing with me today, we have Jade. Hello, I am the entity formerly known as Jade. I'll come up with some other names later, I'm sure. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxRose. I use they, them pronouns. And you can also, if you're an Animorphs fan, hear me and Danielle from the room where it happened uh, talking about it in our Animorphs book club, The Escafil Files, which is Escafil Files on Twitter. I'm playing with me today because I don't know why I put the emphasis like that, but I did <laughs> and I'm standing by it. Max here. <laughs> Hi, I'm here too. I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Citadel of Swords, or wherever you find good shitpost content. You can find the podcasting guild that we are a part of. It's us in the room where it happened. Uh, we cover a lot of the other podcasts under our umbrella. Uh, standing Stones. You can find us at Stones underscore Standing on Twitter because Standing Stones was taken. Uh, and playing with us today, we also have Mab. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Patreon at Little Lady Mab. My pronouns are she, her, and playing with us. Uh, we've got Zach. Hi, welcome aboard. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> He's never left since the last recording. <laughs> yeah, you come to my house and you turn on these microphones and I just am living my life. My name is Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at Obscene and God. You can find the music I do uh, for the show and otherwise at iambugbear.bandcamp.com. I use he, him pronouns. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, and plagues and pandemics. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started.
Uh, protocol games are designed to be played almost instantly. As soon as players sit down and start reading, the game can start. The first steps that we do for playing is, number one, we select a role for a character. Since we're returning to the city of Gauls, uh, instead of roles, we're taking our tags from the uh, previous City of Gauls game. Uh, we already have names for our characters, but with Protocol, if you listen to our Lady Winter game, uh, we also have uh, character motivations, and typically we do character relationships in Protocol games, but since these characters have kind of interacted a little bit already. What we're doing instead is we're going to kind of like hint at potential character histories, you know, and see what happens and, you know, kind of tweak them to reflect uh, what has gone before. And then um, you typically determine elements about the game through world building questions. But again, since we're returning to a world that we know and love so well, we're going to uh, kind of bypass that part and just give you a little bit of a refresher on what's happened. How about we introduce our characters and our tags, and then we'll move on to drawing our motivations and our histories. Uh, so going down the line, Jade, would you like to begin? Sure. Um, back in the City of Goals, and I am going to be playing from eternity to now, every person knows not who they are, but who they might be, uh, more commonly known as every, uh, uses they, them pronouns, and their tags are friendly neighborhood cryptid, still waters run deep, and hidden teeth. I am going to be playing a character known as Sable. Uh, the entity currently known as Sable, the unfavored. Uh, they use they, them pronouns. Their tags are the paladin, to be lawful or good, uh, wanderer, uh, young face, old eyes. Do not cite the deep magic to me, witch. Righteous and loved by the gods. I'm playing everyone's mom friend, the peony. And her tags are mouthpiece of the gods, soft comforts, age is a concept, and enabler in chief. I don't remember why they're an enabler. She. Uh, who knows? Something, something. Something. Something to do. Romance shit. Yeah, it was probably just the way that she'll just sit there and go in the background yeah. of everything. Today I am playing. Steady as it goes. If it comes, it will come. His tags are beloved of the sun. God's favorite pugilist, bad dad getting better, and unkillable brooding machine. <laughs> it's so incredible. It's so good to hear you say bad dad getting better with a completely straight face. It's very good. It's really if it's good. a reference I don't know what it's from, it's just true. Rounding out this ragtag group. Uh, I will be playing Marius, thank the gods for small favors. Uh, they use they, them pronouns. Uh, their tags are likes books more than people, know it all, fussy, 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 and my favorite that got added recently, Icarus. Oh yeah. All right. So the way that protocol games are kind of powered is you draw cards to determine things like the scene type you're going to be playing, the setting, uh, kind of the mood with character creation with the motivation and the history you draw a card and the suit combined with the number kind of give you a pointer for what that's going to be and it's up to you to inter interpret it so uh, kind of cool almost uh, oracle like way to do it so uh, the first thing that I want to do is let's go through and let's all draw our motivation uh, and then we'll draw do we have to draw a history for every character 
I believe so. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's do motivation first, and then we'll draw our histories. I'll deal everybody a card. All right. Thank you, Jade. Every is up first. All right. So my card is is the nine of spades. It has disappeared, but it was the nine of spades. Uh, so my motivation is selfishly destroying. Oh my! How fun! I'm I'm drumming my fingertips together like oh, it's good. So yeah, selfishly destroying. Next up is Mac. Yeah, I'm I'm digesting. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, that good, eh? I got the Ace of Hearts. <laughs> Noble knowledge. Aww. Mm. Also, I drew a spindle wheel card as a vibe check, and I got a raised glass. A canteen passed along the trench, a drink shared with an old friend. So. Oh. <laughs> or a new bond forged in remembrance of those who have been lost, but a drink shared with an old friend is at top, so. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. I drew the Ace of Clubs, which is impulsively knowledge, loved grammar, <laughs> yeah, sorry. The, the no, it's okay. I, no, it's really funny. It could be knowledge impulsively, I guess. I'm gonna knowledge so impulsively right now. <laughs> <laughs> gonna know all the things. <laughs> Spontaneous knowledge is what it's gonna be called. <laughs> I just know things. I got the seven of clubs, which means that I am impulsively reaping. Oh. Uh, reaping impulsively. What could that mean? I suppose we'll find out. Later find out what happens. Me sewing. Ah ha ha, this is great. Me reaping. Ah fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'm I'm reaping I'm reaping something. Uh, but who knows what. And again, rounding out everything, I drew the Queen of Spades. Uh, which is selfishly fleeing, and boy howdy, do I have some ideas for that. Boy fucking howdy. <laughs> Alright, so the next thing we do is our uh, history with each other. Um, so each of us is going to have four cards. Do we want to just deal four cards to everybody uh, and have everybody kind of like pick who gets what? That could work, because we did say about having that flexibility here. Alternatively, if everybody sussed out their relationship to every first. So say I'm, if everybody picks their card to determine their relationship with every, that's yeah. done. I think that's we'll go good. We'll do it that way round. Okay. Yeah. But everybody's, I'm going to deal four to everybody so we can pick out. Oh, okay. Actually, in order to figure out who has a relationship with whom, each player selects one character to have a pre-existing relationship with their own character before the game even starts. Well, we all have previous relationships with each other, except for maybe study and everybody, so... For sure. Um, it does say that you define the relationships, each pair defines the relationships by drawing a card. Mm. So we don't have to, like, have one card for each other. We each, we each, each relationship is a shared card. Yeah, um, okay. And, and it looks like we can have, up like, at least one, but if you want to have more, you can have more. Okay, if I recall the cards from the hands then, because I had forgotten that part, I was just going, that's so many cards. But yeah, each relationship has a single card. So okay. I'll recall the cards from people's hands. So then we have to keep track of which relationships have and have not been done. Which yeah. is fine. To the dock. Mm -hmm. 
to oh, the dock. Yeah, that's the that's the dock for you. I do like the notion of every relationship having a card. This is going to be confusing every time you say every. Yes. Welcome it, it to keeps, the city of Gull. It keeps happening. Warned you about that name, bro. <laughs> I didn't pick it. Jade, if you want to draw for every as relationships and we can do it that way. Tell you what. I'm trying to, we could do it round robin style. This is going to end up taking way too long. I'll draw for my relationship with Sable. Sable can do their relationship with the Peony. Um, we'll figure it out. Because I don't want to do all, do all of mine. Okay. I'm picking a card. Just because otherwise I just feel like I'm talking too long and I feel really bad at talking right now. <laughs> right. Talking hard. 6 0 Daimon. This is the complete opposite of what we've got. Why don't you draw a card and then say, I think it will work for this person better? <laughs> yeah. That might be an idea. All right. I think that's a better idea because I just looked at it and went, hmm, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, I think that's we are wrong. Professional uh, associates. <laughs> we also said about we nods. also said about discarding a card if it didn't feel right. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> Just okay. Subtly. I like I like I like drawing a card and saying, "Oh, this worked with this um, relationship." Okay. Uh, that feels like it could be uh, every relationship with Marius. To be honest. Yeah, I like that a lot. Profession. Uh, so for our listeners, uh, professional and subtle nods. So yeah, that's a good relationship for every to have with Marius, mm. and it definitely fits what's gone before. I've drawn one of mm. my cards. Mac, have a go. All Draw right. a card. See who the relationship is for. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> also a relationship with Marius. What is it? Four is of it? spades. That. <laughs> Oh God! Animosity from broken promises. Ooh. Spicy. That's Spicy. that's a relationship with Marius. A hundred percent. That's good. Yeah. Especially once Sable finds out what Marius has been doing. Yep. Oh, Marius, what have you been doing? Uh, ah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. All right. So yeah, throw that bad boy down, and the peony. I got the Ace of Spades. That Ace is... of Spades. Ancient. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That Ooh. is uh, animosity and an ancient grudge. Please, please, please give me this. You know what I'm thinking because we haven't seen this happen yet. Please. Let it be so. This whole time she's pretending to like you, but really she absolutely hates you. Is that what you're saying, Jade? No, that was not okay. what I was getting at. <laughs> I have a thought. I think I know what Jade is getting at. Okay, please. I'm tell just me. saying this. This this guy just rolls oh, into yeah. town, yeah. beloved yep. of the sun, just being like, "Who are you exactly, <laughs> bitch?" She doesn't even go here. <laughs> Same wavelength, Jade. Oh. Same wavelength. God, that's amazing. So I believe the idea there was that uh, Jade would love for you to place that relationship yes. between the peony and oh, are we, are we putting, Yes, yes. I was going to go write that down in the doc because we're too far away on the roll 20. Mm -hmm. Sick. Uh, oh, it's my yes, turn. Yes, it is. Yep. It? The nine of hearts. Hmm. Hmm. Friends and rivals over a careful distance. Hmm. That could be Sable. 
That could that be could Sable, be but I've a, but a big part of it has been like, hey, let's not have a distance. Mm. Stop it. But it is history. That is history. Yeah, that, and that, and Sable, I think, has kept Sable has kept. I think we've both very careful distance. I, and 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 Steady had done that before. Okay, so yeah, that's good for me. All right, I got the Joker. Oh, so this means it's a three-way relationship. Oh shoot! Joker means you add another character. So the only two characters left are Steady and Peony. So this is going to be really well. No, it could be a it could be a, a relationship that stands aside from mm. the, the main ones. Like it could mm. be something that unites three characters. Mm-hmm. But it could also be between Marius Sable, uh, Marius Seti, and the Peony. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be. I got clubs for both of them so that's a familial blood or chosen what's the value one of them is the jack and one of them is the eight so jack is unexpected connections and eight is oaths forged unexpected connection along familial blood or chosen given the ties these characters have had to like being chosen by the gods or trying to fight gods or being mouthpieces of the gods. Yeah. I mean, oaths forged doesn't mean they're oaths kept, because Marius did <laughs> promise to be more careful with the peony. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do feel like eight, the eight of spades fits with the peony. Or eight of clubs, sorry. They're both black, and they both have a vague shape. Hmm. This, this could be fun to figure out, especially the unexpected connection. But I do like having that being a three-way relationship or three-way history between Steady and the Peony. What connection does Steady have to the mages of Anukar? Ooh. Are we finally going to answer this fucking question? Who are the mages of Anukar? That's where Marius came from. Yeah, all we know is that Marius is the last of them and that they fought in the war between magic and technology. Oh, and that a certain somebody took them out. We know nothing else. They've literally never appeared on screen as a collective. We just have their name. Yeah, so. because mm. they've been wiped out by uh, She Who Whispers. So fertile mm. ground for Certainly. whatever you like. Oh, it's me again. Okay, deal to self. All right, all right, all right. I drew the Five of Clubs. So familial, blood or chosen... And warm regards. See, this could be a couple of people, like, depending on how I wanted to lean in. I will point out, none of these especially seem strong enough for every and Sable's connection, to be fair. So, if you're down, I might say that this could be the relationship between Steady and every. I just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. If you like the idea. Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, it was a history too mm. so it's like it's what it's you said it's familial warm regards yeah yeah i mean um okay let's let's run down once more how they are related it's complicated your every every is the is child connected to solara they do not know this okay and how is every because i thought i thought every was connected to Africa. yes yeah and Aphiel was the ch- Aphiel was the child of Solara. So you are my step grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that that 
that uh no no that's there's weird. a connection there it's a connection well actually it's weird and complicated it's weird the exact connection but what between every and afiel has never been revealed on screen I was going to say, if you want to say it to Zach to make things easier, and then I'll cut it. Yeah. Okay, so knowing that, and maybe this also has some, like, previous relationship that Steady had had with Aphiel. Yes. That's sort of, like, I like this kid. Oh, I like this kid. I, and maybe wouldn't know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. that. I love that that's a lot. That's very good. Just a sort of, a sort of impression of, of, of Yeah, connection. like, I feel this, and I'm not sure why, but it's a good feeling, so I'm going to lean in. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, perfect. Wicked. Sounds perfect. I'm sorry that that is so complicated. The fucking every Afiel situation has been fucking brewing for fucking two and a bit years yeah, at this point. Yeah, we're finally getting around to it, and it's season five. The last time we discussed it was season two. You know when it's like that? <laughs> but that's me. Over to you, uh, Mac. Seven of Hearts. Friends, Rival, Slut, and Life Debt. Can I hold this? Until I get the next card. Oh, I mean, yes. there's nothing saying you can't. Yeah, because I think it could work in either direction. So I want to see if I get something that's stronger in one way or another before I play this. Fair. So I'm going to hold that. I got the king of hearts, friend slash rivals, and a mentor slash protege. Uh, so, sorry, are the cards, it, it's like the two-way relationship are the cards and it's not just this is how I view the relationship versus how you view the relationship like some games are. Yeah, this is... Okay. No, it is a, it's a shared... Okay. Yeah, card. this is like a shared history between two characters. Okay. Uh, well, that... The only people I have left then are Every and Sable. I mean, that might... Given the conversations that Every and the Peony have had in the past, it could work for them because she has helped them. Yeah. If you like that. I think it makes more sense, yeah, that way than it does with uh, with Sable. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely would not call us a mentor protege. No <laughs> relationship. No. Nah. I can just draw another card and then we can see yeah, just, from there. It's, yeah, it's mm -hmm. just us now. Fight. Yeah. Fight. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what I get. Hmm. Don't like that. We also said that if cards didn't fit, you could throw it away. Yeah, because I have to check really quick. Yeah, I'm going to throw that because that's not... I got, I got a... For, for y'all, I got a six of spades. That does not work for either of them. No. Goodbye! <laughs> hmm, okay. You can see how okay. much I did with Spindle Wheel. Just like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. This is also... <laughs> this is also... I got four of diamonds. That's professional broken promises. That's Marius! <laughs> <laughs> that's literally just hilarious. alternatively i got a pitch for you on professional and broken promises as you already have marius you were a paladin to a god once yeah i mean we could play into that a little bit i guess if you wanted to given what we've talked about being what the overall mystery or vibe is for this story that we want to tell today here's an interesting one Four of clubs. Familial broken promises. Ooh. Oh, now that is good. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I'm torn. 
Someone give me a pitch. I I think it would be very interesting to see familial broken promises play out with every. Yeah. Um, as just like echoes of maybe ways that Sable feels like they failed Afiel and Afiel's favor and love. Because family is also like, you know, spouses and stuff, so... Yeah, I like that. And having a life debt between Sable and the Peony is just... <laughs> what does that mean? Love it. Very I love good. So I'm here for this. Very good. This is exactly what I was thinking about why I wanted to do the the character histories and find the complications in them. Um, because, like, I would not have said this about the relationship between Sable and Every before. All right. So one of the things that we have to do is also world building. We've done a lot of that with just the city of Gulls in general. Um, there's, you know, a fair amount of history there. Um, and uh, I think a lot of it can be sum up, summed up with uh, it's a green post-apocalypse. We've moved on... I think we decided, like, 200 years or so. Hmm. About 200 years. Uh, since magic and technology clashed, and in that clash caused the apocalypse. The Divine also got involved. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just just a smidge. Just a little bit. This world is still kind of picking up the pieces. Uh, the City of Gulls itself is one of the major settlements that humans have well, people, because it's not just humans here, have managed to reclaim and start to, to build anew and, like, really not go back to normal necessarily, but, but start to kind of, like, develop back into a more robust society rather than just subsistence living. There are all sorts of shenanigans going on with gods, with magic, with people. We had a fair number of mysteries that we were exploring in a previous game, and we decided to kind of like narrow down the focus of this game into one mystery that we're kind of looking into as players. Um, the ones that you put uh, for the main mysteries, did we also put this in the doc? Are people being so old related to things going on with the gods? That was one of them? Yes, I think that was, that was the main mystery because 90% of the people... Well, okay, technically 80% of the, <laughs> the characters involved in this game are a bit older than they necessarily should be if there weren't shenanigans going on. You never ask a lady her age. <laughs> Sable said the exact same thing, I think, in the Sundergland game. Handshake. Mm -hmm. Handshake emoji. Handshake emoji. Yep. So that's going to be kind of like the, the world-building focus of where we're going. What's up with the gods? What is up with the gods? This is shit that I want to know. The next thing that we have to consider is our economy that drives a lot of stuff, uh, our drama points. So each player in the game starts with at least one drama point. Uh, since we want a little more authorial control, we're going to start with two drama points each. And drama points allow players to break the rules a little bit. Uh, and can only be gained or lost doing certain things in play. So... This is where we start? I believe this is where we start with our opening scenes. Let me... The opening scene is always a vignette 
It sets the tone. Not sure who directs the opening scene, though. I was going to say, is it, is it a vignette where everybody is? Like, it just, like, you know, the camera flies around and, like, sees what everyone's doing. It can be. I was just going to suggest that the sun be coming up, but, you know. I mean, that could just be happening. The sun is coming up. We should have, the like, our first shot scene be of the city of goals. Depict the city of goals as it is. Show the people who are already there. That's a good idea. And then yeah. show the people who are coming there. Um, somebody who is not me should describe the city of goals because I am coming here for the first time. All right. I got something. And if people want to add, or maybe I'll do a little bit. I know normally you have one narrator, but maybe everybody can add something. So the sun is coming up over the horizon. The sunlight is lighting up the ocean, the cry of gulls overhead, and as the surface of the sea gets brighter, it hits the black volcanic sand of the beach. Camera pans up the sort of cliff face to take in the expanse of the city of gulls with its massive towers with giant nests atop and the sounds of people starting to go about their day as the breeze moves through the town. I think there's also probably devotees of Ruskul who are among the rib cage that, you know, makes up what's effectively the the center of community going about and snuffing lanterns that keep the place lighted at all times. I think there's also like, you know, when you start to approach the beach and the temperature starts to fluctuate slightly, like it's like warm and it gets cooler, it gets cooler. as you get closer to coastline. Mm. It's like one of those things. It's like you, you hit a point eventually where the temperature just starts to... The marine layer. Yeah. It's just burning off. And it feels comfortable, even though it's like early morning still. I'm going to throw out a, a visual here that um, I'm just because the way we've talked about the different areas of the city and how some parts have clearly been reclaimed and repurposed and built up again. And there are parts that are still in ruins. I'm thinking a lot about how Edinburgh looks, but like a coastal version of Edinburgh with like lots of like hills and stuff like that and stone buildings, like little narrow little passageways between and stuff like that. Because we never talked about, like, the architecture or anything like that. No. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, Edmund in terms of what the buildings are made of. Just, like, the way those always seem to be those different layers of, like, sidewalks and stuff in Edinburgh. Like, you go, like, up a set of stairs and then there's another sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And it's very higgledy-piggledy and stuff. But are we imagining something more Mediterranean-y in terms of architecture, maybe? I mean, it depends on how the, what the rebuilt architecture looks like, right? That's true. And I think that the, there's like yeah. still like we know that at least one temple is still overgrown and there's mm-hmm. still a lot of overgrowth in places. I think it's got to be kind of warm then. I'm also remembering that there's like a volcano very nearby. There is a volcano very so, nearby. <laughs> so I feel like it means it's got to be warmer. Yes. So I, uh, I'm pitching like mediterranean kind of vibes. Is this a, new, a different volcano than the one that, that suddenly appeared? Or is this the one that suddenly appeared? Different, I believe. Okay. Yeah, because I think the one, because the one you're referencing is the one from our spindle wheel game, right, Zach? Yes. Yeah, and that's further from the city of Gauls. Maybe it's along the same fault line. I th- yeah, along the same mm-hmm. fault line is good, but it's more that one's 
that one's somewhere else that's not here. And so what does the camera see everybody's character doing? Are we going to go? I was going to say, are we going in a turn order or are we just going to go ham? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just realized we might be in turn order. So, um, yeah, uh, every is asleep at this point. I think like light is just starting to, um, is the word Garrett? Like one of those, I think the word is right. Because I was going to go hermitage and nope, that's not right. I know what that is. Oh yeah, a garret, a room or unfinished part of a house just under the roof. My reading of Little Princess as a Child has paid off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yes, it's like in the top of the house, like lots of open stuff, like uh, sun catchers and wind chimes. And like the morning sun is just starting to flood into this small uh, apartment. It's very open inside, not a lot of furnishings. But um, yeah, and every is asleep looking possibly more relaxed than they have in a while because they tend to have this sort of it's not quite a nervous energy but they definitely have sort of a haunted look to them that is less obvious when they're asleep yeah sable is just coming back from the shore which i think is a morning ritual for them and anybody who sees them would notice they're going in the wrong direction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not back to their own place but somewhere else wow i wonder where it could be huh. <laughs> thinking emoji thinking emoji um the peony's own morning ritual uh, she's probably up with or before the sun herself uh sweeping the shop getting it ready and opening um just kind of like setting everything up within and making her first cup of tea for the day to sit and enjoy the sunrise I think Marius is looking a little haggard and run down, but they are in the middle of a summoning circle, and the name that they are speaking into reality is all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. And as they say that, the summoning circle flashes and something begins to coalesce in the air around them. And while all of this is happening and the city of goals is waking up, there comes the sound of heavy metal boots stomping their way up the ridge just outside of town as a man, an old man, far older than he looks, crests the hill with his daughter, who is also older than she looks, Uh, And his brilliant golden eyes take in this unfamiliar sight. All right, we're in it now. Okay, so I will, as I am first in the turn order, and just a reminder about the way protocol systems work, is I take two cards. One determines the scene type and what's happening in it, or a vague title, I guess, and the other is location. Okay, so this is, <laughs> I've pulled hearts, which is an interlude, two players with a previously established relationship. Um, and the value is to darkness where there should be light. Starting <laughs> strong today, y'all. Let's go. And the location is the three of diamonds, uh, cracked, revealing light within, and stormy. So... That's fun. 
Alrighty. Now, technically, with an interlude, I'm directing it, not in it, because that's how interludes work. So, <laughs> who else is going to be in it? Like, we can't just. We gotta have you in it. Interludes involve two and only two characters with a pre-existing relationship, but neither character needs to be the directors. There we go. All good. Uh, the director sets the scene based on the cards drawn. The scene runs as long as the director likes without being self-indulgent. Ha. Well. Welcome to follow the leader. <laughs> a calling scene when the characters have said or done enough. An interlude involves only one location. Should the characters leave the location or reach a moment of conflict, the scene ends. All players not involved in the scene will gain a drama point at the end of the interlude. What if I take it at the beginning, though? What if I just well, you take can't it use right it. Now? If you want to take it now, I you know. can take it well, now. No, I'm just... <laughs> I like how the rules are like, you have to wait until the end of the scene. I assume it's just so you can't use them because the there's the three basic uses of drama points. That's true. So I'm going to quickly... Has somebody written down what this scene type is in the record of scenes at the bottom of the dock? So I don't... Forget. I know what it is. It's... Okay. Darkness where there should be light for an interlude, mm -hmm. right? Ah, uh, Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Ah, uh, Kingdom mm -hmm. Hearts. <laughs> How I've missed you. <laughs> I think this has got to be, like, leading on from that vignette is um, Sable getting back to Every's place. And maybe clouds are rolling in. And that's where... I mean, you don't have to be quite so literal, but sometimes literal is fun. Sometimes literal is fun. Um, it's a coastal city. Lightning is a common thing. Um, maybe the storm is coming from the other direction from the sun. So, like, as the sun is cresting, like, there are dark clouds moving in from over the uh, coniferous like, forest. Like, maybe the sun is rising behind Steady and Perihelia. Mm -hmm. And then, but the out on the coast, coming in from the sea, is uh, is stormy. Sure. Maybe there's like more that. than one sun. <laughs> I still think this is. I still mean? want this world to have multiple suns. I think we've already established it has multiple moons. Yeah. So why not multiple suns? I've written about it having multiple suns. So there can be a sun behind Sable and Perihelia, and another one that's being clouded. There's Sable. Yeah. Where did you think Sable was going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was just to go yeah. join Perihelia. Just kidding. But yeah, so maybe we can't see the storm yet, but there is that rumble that means like thunder in the distance and that beginning of a storm coming. Yeah, yeah, and Sable kind Crack. of looks out towards the coast and is kind of like, mm. grumble, grumble, <laughs> witcher noises. <laughs> I like that. Um, so you, uh, let's say, yeah, so Sable comes in and uh, every is awake now and sort of moving around the, the room. I think what this all looks like is them, uh, they've taken down uh, one of their sun catchers and it, it looks like they're trying to repair it or something as Sable comes back in. Mm -hmm. Like looking a bit perplexed at it. That's the framing. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's this like tiny, tiny moment of hesitation. Like Sable makes enough noise coming in that ev that like every 
can't miss it. Sure. Um, so it's not a surprise. But there's this, like, tiny moment of hesitation before Sable, like, rests a hand between their shoulder blades mm-hmm. and, like, leans down to kiss their temple. Mm-hmm. And is like, got a very intent look there for just after sunrise. That's rich coming from somebody that goes down to the shoreline every morning. <laughs> just something seems off. And sort of like looking very intently at the mirrors of this sun catcher like they're trying to see something oh no i have to remember how sable responds to shit like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like barely back in their character well do you need to talk it out or do you think it'll come with time i don't know and they sort of decisively, like, put it down. They're just, like, sort of sat on the floor. Like, on a low seat. And they had it in their lap. And they just, like, put it down. And they twist to, to look up at Sable. Just like, I don't want to worry about that right now. They kind of smile a little. Is there tea happening? Oh, yeah. The tea is on. The tea is on. Maybe this is when the, whatever the City of Gaul's version of a kettle is whistles. Mm-hmm. And Sable's like, I'll I'll get that. The least I can do for leaving you this morning to go down to the shore before sunrise. Sort of squinty a little bit and just like, are you sure? Raises an eyebrow. I'm not that bad at making tea, Every. All right. She'll know if you mess it up. She always knows? She always knows. Don't worry. I will not mess it up. All right. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Sable steps away. They glance down at the uh, sun catcher, and I think shadows move across the reflection, like the surface of the mirror, in a way that doesn't correspond with anything moving in mm. the room. Mm-hmm. Very good. Sable kind of like 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 blinks at the mirrors and then like peeks out the window. And as they're going into the kitchen, they just kind of say, Storm's on its way. Don't know if I like it. Hmm. I sort of move get up and move to the sort of window and sniff the air. Hmm. Me neither. Doesn't feel quite right. And I wanna cut it there. Yeah, that's a good place to cut it, I think. So everyone who's yeah. not in the scene gets a drama point? Mm-hmm. I, okay. I just so steady, steady the peony, and Marius should have, now have three drama points. Yes. Giving myself two cards, because it's me next. It's, it's me you next! Okay. Oh, boy! <laughs> oh, let's go! <laughs> Ace of Diamonds. Interrogation. Two players. Mm. One player asks another player up to five questions. <laughs> Interrogator steals a drama point from the target player. And the ace is an unexpected light in the darkness. <laughs> this is oh very boy. easy for me. Um, the location is the Six of Diamonds. 
cracked revealing light within and safe only for a moment. <laughs> so I get to decide who, do I get to decide who's the interrogator and who's being interrogated? You select a player. I imagine so. Yeah, the director selects one oh, player yeah. and steals a drama point from that player and asks that player up to five questions. Or you select a player, that player takes on the role of an NPC of the director's choosing, and the director then asks that player up to five questions from the perspective of the NPC or your own character. Uh, yeah, the, the director may ask the, the questions from the point of view of an NPC or their own character. This process should feel organic. However, the interrogation may be out of character as well, in which case the director asks the questions in an abstract fashion as though going down a list. Regardless, the questions could be anything fitting the theme of the card drawn. No, I'm just thinking that this is a really good f frame for Sable and Steady. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think, it, I think it could work in either direction. I was just wondering if there was the opportunity for Steady to ask the questions, too. But it makes sense because I'm the director, so I have to be the one. That means I have to come up with questions. Fuck! I mean, <laughs> Zach's very mm -hmm. good at it. You could just ask him really nicely if he doesn't mind asking you questions and let him have the drama point. I mean, I don't... I don't care. I think Max should ask questions. I also think this is, a, I believe, one of the the visuals that we wanted, considering we just ended a scene at Every's place, is steady knocking yes. on the door. <laughs> yes, and an unexpected light in the darkness. You open the, d I open the door. The paladin of the fucking sun is standing there, and the and the sunlight just streams out from the door frame with him like backlit. Yeah. I was told that I could find Sable here. <laughs> Sable's standing right there. I mean, I could have opened. It. Oh, every door. opening the door is yeah. a good, a good shout. Actually, mm. cool. There, yeah, you know that. I open the door, and you say that, and I just sort of turn it, and then I'll no just like Sable. Yeah, Solara's paladin is here for you. Question number one: What the fuck, Steady? Uh... Well, I think, I think, so Sable knows, Sable knows that, obviously. This is just general what the fuck. How does Steady reply to, to whatever he just said? Uh, he definitely, like, snaps his head to look at Every. Every is uh, like five foot one. Snaps his head down <laughs> to look at Every. Sable is six four. Because that's not a name that's spoken very often anymore mm -hmm. he says you have a theologist sable sable like comes out with like two cups of tea gives one to every pointedly refuses to acknowledge that and says <laughs> sable puts a hand out and then realizes it isn't <laughs> sable says are you planning on staying a while or are you just passing through well, uh, we have been kind of checking out the world and the ways it's changed. And we found out that there's this city, the only city left in the world, they say, and figured there's probably a fair amount to keep us occupied here. So you'll take tea then? 
if you're making it. There's enough tape. <laughs> sure. Is there enough for four? Because Perihelion's also here. Yeah, there. Like <laughs> he like points over his shoulder at where she is like got her arms crossed and is waiting to see what's going on. Every drops their teacup on realizing that Perihelia is also it. here. Sable like catches it. <laughs> they both go to catch yeah. it. Uh, Sable <laughs> says Every it's your house so you can say whether or not they can come in but I'm going to make them tea. <laughs> Goes to get the tea. <laughs> I need to go. Yes, they can come in. And they, like, literally grab their, like, lead layers and, like, pull them on and just, like, go out, Batman-style, out the window. <laughs> I was just about to type that in chat if they jumped out the window. <laughs> like, we be clear, they do, they do have a tendency of going in and yeah. out of windows. I think that's why we have an episode title called Tuxedo Mask-style. <laughs> out the window, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Seti's like just kind of head like kind of swivels slowly watching them go out of a window and he says um, interesting individual cut the shit steady why are you actually here well I said I would come it's been a while but I don't wouldn't have expected you to forget I don't forget anything well then you know it's been years. You're late. Well, we got delayed a few times. He looks over his shoulder. Uh, and in the back, and she says, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of dark in the world. We kind of got caught up in dealing with it. Oh, I have, I, that's three now, I think. Technically, because I used mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You also get uh, my. my I do. Um, finally, Sable gets fucking like power over their own existence. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, I I can't think of what the actual word that I want is besides power. Um, agency? agency. Yeah, agency. Thank you. Finally, Sable getting agency in their own goddamn story. Jesus. So they ask, the question they ask is, do you still take your tea the same way? And the mean, the intent there is, like, how have you changed since, have you changed since the last time I saw you? Or are you the same as you've always been? I've only ever taken it one way. Seems disingenuous to switch it up at this point. That that Sable kind of like laughs a little bit and is like, I don't know why I expected any different, but it's reassuring. Somehow it's reassuring to know that. Uh, makes tea, makes Perihelia tea. I think I think they just know Perihelia takes her tea. Well, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, movie. without having to be asked about it. Uh, and I think the last thing that they say is. Can you promise that if I let you stay with me that you won't break any of my shit? And that's like, don't fuck with 
my people. Uh, Steady drinks his tea without waiting. Um, On, so cool. Uh, completely. Sable doesn't blink. I think that they can do that to a slightly lesser extent as well. Mm. But not to the extent that Steady can. Uh, and he and he says, I'm only here to break one thing. I don't think it's yours. Okay. Well, I'm going to go find where my pause realizes they didn't talk about it. Hm? Uh, Terry Helios is paramour. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Love her so much. Sable like goes bright red and says theologist <laughs> disappeared too and then I'll show you where I live and next time and they just leave <laughs> because they're just like they're just like I don't think there is a next time and so they're just like all right bye and they've left Steady and Verhelia in every's house <laughs> Mm-hmm. and you know they just look around they've been in a lot of houses in the last you know several years so I, it's like... I I think they would notice that the, there are a number of sun catchers um, I guess say, like in case people don't know what they are I, know, I think everyone in the court does but like they're designed you can put them in different parts and they're designed to catch every bit of light from the outside and like cast them out like if you don't have like uh, artificial mm-hmm. lighting is a way to maximize sunlight yeah. but like so they're like they look like like mirrors mm-hmm. and exactly uh, or, right. or like almost like disco balls like crystal disco balls a little bit yeah but the entire way this place is decorated and built like where it's like got partially collapsed walls and stuff is to let as much sunlight into this place as possible the air can move through and the sunlight can come in steady um drinks his tea in what just one go i don't know that he's the guy who's a he doesn't sip chugs tea peony in the distance is uh-huh. like i sense a tea crying <laughs> well you're all Drano yeah i'm like ah oh, um, so this is the, this the is heart the of our argument <laughs> <laughs> the <Jesus>. ancient grudge <laughs> oh they it's he still dusty. can't drink his tea correctly <laughs> oh it's just a drink what are you talking about oh how do you drink something wrong? You just put it in your mouth and swallow. Um, <laughs> wow. oh. And he still takes it the same way. <laughs> um, Steady finishes his tea and looks around. He says, nice place. And Perihelia says, yeah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> they just kind of chill there for a, a while. That is their scene. Do you mind if I spend a drama point to add a detail? Have at it. After they've been there a while, Steady notices out of the corner of his eye um, that mirror uh, from before, and a shadow passes over the mirror almost too quickly for Steady to see, but he notices it. Yeah... Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> and he, he, he sets down his mug and he looks at his daughter and he says, we're in the right place. 
And cut. <laughs> that evil laugh was absolutely in the background of that scene, just very quietly under the rumble of thunder, just a voice. <laughs> that was a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> the evil laugh blends in with the thunder, and then there was the spoon. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!